Welcome to the Mediate.com podcast with Veronica Kramer. All right. Well, hey there, everyone, and welcome back to another great episode of the Mediate.com podcast. I'm Veronica Cravener, your host, and today I'm thrilled because we're here to talk about mediating by text message, specifically within the co-parenting context. And I'm super excited for today's guest. Today's guest is Jonathan Burke. Jonathan is the co-founder and CEO of CoParenter, an app for co-parents. So with that, hey, Jonathan, thanks for being on the Mediate.com podcast. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much, Veronica. I am absolutely thrilled to be here. Yeah, yeah. And we were, we were having a good time just before I hit record. So I'm already feeling the good vibes, right? Good vibes all around. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Nothing. So, hey, so let's get to parenting. it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious to get your take. So just for our listeners, just, just to give a little bit of background. So uh, I'm a facilitative mediator. I've mediated by text before. I've mediated civil issues by text. So just think like landlord tenant type issues, um, you know, disputes between individuals over money, like money lent, those sorts of issues I've mediated by text. And I've had the opportunity recently to do some speaking about it. And as I've interacted with other mediators, probably the most frequently asked question that I get about mediating by text is whether or not it can work in the family dispute context. And so I'm so thrilled, Jonathan, that Colin Rule uh, was able to connect the two of us and that you're here today on this episode to hear your take and, and the work that you're doing at Co-Parenter. But first, I thought it would just be helpful to start off with. I mean, can you kind of give us sort of the big picture about, you know, how you see tech influencing this industry? Sure, sure. I would love to. But if we could, could we spend a couple of minutes talking about how awesome Colin Rule is? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, I, I, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan. And, uh, you know, if it was not for Colin Rule, I would never have started Co-Parenter. Um, and he's been a tremendous influence and inspiration, mentor and friend. And I'm very, very, very grateful for all that he's done for not just for me, but for the industry. And, you know, I know that I don't, I've got no reason to plug him, but I'm, you know, big, big fan. And I appreciate him putting us uh, together. Yeah, absolutely. And I am a big fan as well. So you better yeah. be. He's your boss. <laughs> Um, no, it's a great question, Veronica, um, you know, how technology is impacting the mediation space. Um, you know, I, we could go on, we could spend, you know, 14 podcasts talking about this. Um, you know, I, I think it would be helpful to give a bit of a background, um, you know, my background, just for your listeners to understand, you know, how I come to this space, uh, because I'm not um, a mediator, um, although not, I mean, certainly not by, not by trade, not by profession. Uh, sometimes, you know, I got to get between my kids, but, um, the, you know, my, my background is not in family law. It's not in mediation, um, or anything like that. I actually spent 25 years in the entertainment media and advertising businesses. Uh, I ran companies, um, uh, I ran companies, uh, had offices in Singapore, Amsterdam, New York, Toronto, LA, um, and I used to put on conferences and events and award shows. Uh, I spent a couple of years at um, Shazam, the music app, uh, which we ended up selling to Apple. But about um, in 2012, I, I started going through what ended up being a, a pretty horrible litigated divorce. And I got a front row seat to see just how horrible 
the system can be for people going through it. Um, and, 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 uh, you know, toxic, terrible, uh, never ending, uh, expensive, stressful, hurtful, painful, uh, and, and, and every adjective you can imagine, uh, that has a negative connotation for people going through divorce. Um, and you know, one of the things I realized when I was in the, you know, the, the courtroom along with, you know, a whole bunch of other knuckleheads like myself was that, um, most of the stuff people were arguing about had nothing to do with the law, had nothing at all to do with the law, had almost everything to do with parenting. And the other thing I realized was that almost everybody was self-represented. No, nobody, you know, very few. I, I had a lawyer um, because at the time I could afford one. After my divorce, I couldn't afford almost to put food on the table. But, um, you know, most people uh, uh, didn't have a lawyer, which meant that they didn't have somebody there to let them know that what they were arguing about had nothing to do with the law, that the court was not a, an appropriate venue for, um, for the kind of argument that they were about to have. And that a judge is not the appropriate person to make those kinds of decisions. If they're forced to, they will, but they're not the right person. They don't know the color of your kid's eyes. They shouldn't be. All of the stuff that all the you know, people listening know and you know, um, um, uh, tell their clients all the time. And so I set out to not just create a technology that would digitize the existing bad process. Um, I wanted to create something that would actually help people get around the process, get, create a new way for people to resolve disputes, to de-escalate conflict, and help them put their kids at the center, not in the middle of their relationship with their, uh, with their ex. Um, and so I connected with um, the uh, former, uh, well, not former, she's still the retired uh, uh, retired family law judge and, 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 and former presiding judge of Riverside County, Judge Cheryl Ellsworth, a brilliant mind, incredible person, incredibly passionate about this space, who had spent 20 years on the bench, 10 of them uh, in family law, sitting on the bench, having the exact same frustration that I was having, except from the other side of the bench. She had spent the last 10 years dealing with absolute knuckleheads like me coming in to argue about non-legal issues, non-legal family issues. And that was the bane of her existence. So we set out to create a tool that we, uh, we along with our other co-founder, Eric Weiss, and um, we set out to create a tool that would help people actually resolve their disputes, de-escalate the conflict, and resolve their differences without having to set foot in court. And from the very, very, very beginning, uh, the very beginning of our research, we found that we could be a lot more productive and that parents could be a lot more effective at resolving disputes if they weren't in the same room together, if they weren't getting triggered by the other's voice, sight, smell, you know, all of that. Um, and so we eliminated that from the equation and we reduced everything to text. And from the very, very, very beginning, uh, when this, you know, we started this company back in 2015, um, we started resolving issues that were taking the courts and traditional mediators months, sometimes years. We were able to resolve these things in under 15 minutes. So we knew we were onto something. Uh, you know, we pushed the platform over the over the you know over the next few years. Um, you know, we invented telehealth for mediation, um, and since then we've resolved well over forty thousand disputes 
all via text with dozens and dozens of uh, on-demand mediators, uh, family, retired family law judges and, and you know, mediators who are trained by them, focused on you know, mental health and um, uh, reducing adverse child, reducing ACEs, reducing, uh, reducing conflict, not on you know, creating it. Um, and we've been incredibly successful at um, helping people resolve disputes. And at this point, we've automated a lot of that process uh, and you know, built in a lot of incredible uh, intelligence into the platform that, uh, that help you know, just get things done much quicker, much easier, much more amicably, and uh, much less expensively than um, you know, anything I've ever heard of, um, both for the users uh, both for the, you know, the the consumers and customers who are using uh, CoParenter, and for the organizations who license our backend technology to deploy and allow their own uh, litigants, court users, and and clients to use. So um, that was a pretty scenic route, um, but, but all very good. Happy. All very good. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Well, first off, I just want to say, I mean, kudos to you and your co-founders for you know, instead of just getting stuck in that frustration, acting upon it and, you know, creating something. I mean, the, the, what I kept thinking of as you, as you were telling your startup story is just kind of that common phrase that you hear other entrepreneurs saying is like, you know, where the, the idea for their, their business came from is, hey, there's got to be a better way, right? And it sounds yeah. like you and your co-founders really acted upon that. And the other thing I wanted to pull out from um, what you were saying is, I mean, I loved how, you know, you were talking about when folks are in dispute, how they don't necessarily want to be in the same room as one another, right? They, yeah. they, they need time and space. And I'll say, like, for example, in my, uh, the, the civil types of issues that I've mediated by text, I mean, I've found the same thing, that Proceeding by text and mediation, trying to help folks resolve disputes via text, I mean, allows for that time and space that is hard to replicate if you're over the phone or in person. And, and the other thing is just by text, it allows people to, you know, make this process fit into their lives versus the other way around, accommodating their lives to a process, right? Like I imagine via text, I imagine your platform is probably, um, my experience is probably somewhat similar to what your platform offers in that it allows people to participate in the bite-sized pieces that they've got available in their lives throughout the day. Is that, is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, <clears throat> you know our, our platform uses text because you're, you know, typing with your thumbs or on your keyboard or what have you, uh, and you're entering it in gives, uh, you know, and, and, and all of our back and forth communication can be in real time, but it is often asynchronous, right? So, you know, it gives people the time to think it through, to, you know, speak in, you know, what we call IRL in real life with people and say, look at this text. Am I reading it right? Am I misunderstanding what they're saying? Am I, um, you know, am I overreacting? Um, you know, it, it gives people the ability to stop, listen, think, breathe, have a glass of wine and <laughs> respond more thoughtfully, right? If you're, uh, you know, uh, you know, th there is there is nothing controversial about saying that it is inconvenient and um, you know 
uh, inconvenience is a nice way to put it, um, to have to take time out of your day. Uh, you know, if I know that I've got a mediation appointment, whether it's in court or whether it's private, if I know I've got a mediation appointment on Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday suck, right? I'm stressed out. I'm anxious. What am I going to do? What am I going to say? What are we going to accomplish? Are we going to accomplish anything? How, when, when's the fight going to break out? You know, whose side is the mediator going to take? As a consumer, as a user, as a client, that experience stinks. And as bad as it stinks, it doesn't stink anywhere near as when I set foot in that office. It's the worst. No matter what kind of chocolate you put out, no matter how nice the music is and the incense and the lighting, it stinks for people to have to deal with that. They're taking time out of their day. They're schlepping downtown or wherever they're schlepping. They're parking their car. They're getting in the elevator. Sometimes they're getting into the elevator with somebody they can't stand or somebody broke their heart and they're taking the elevator up and they're getting, they're sitting in your office. Hopefully it's nice and you do have incense and candles and all the rest, but oftentimes it's gross and dusty. And then they sit for an hour across the table, across a small table with somebody who they can't stand. The experience is terrible right? And, and, and for mediators, it's really important to think about what that experience is for their client, right? The person who's paying the bill. It's really important. And that's why our, you know, the platform that we, that we built, I think, um, you know, and, and, and our, you know, sort of research, you know, bears that out. Um, you know, it's a much more positive experience. It's a much more amicable experience. There's less opportunity for conflict. And, um, you know, and also look, everybody, everybody behaves better when the lights are on, right? I mean, everything in the platform is documented uh, in Co-Parenter. Uh, it's documented. You can't, you know, you can't, uh, uh, you know, edit it. You can't delete it. So, you know, people are on their best behavior and they're, you know, they're, they're, they're typically, you know, um, they're, they're typically, uh, uh, you know, being, being, you know, amicable. There are people who definitely make mistakes and that's why we have built into the platform, um, you know, uh, um, uh, 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 tonality and, you know, uh, we, we let people, we, we help keep them on the rails by giving them warnings about when they're using words or terms or um, names they shouldn't be. Uh, so if you drop an F-bomb, we're going to say, hey, maybe don't send that. Um, uh, if you call somebody an a-hole, we stop you and say, maybe rethink that. Um, you know, of course, we would never force you not to say that. We never, we never stop you from communicating in the way in the in the way that you want and wish. But if you do and you override the system, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna trigger it, and there'll be a flag, and you know, it'll be visible to the mediator and you know, potentially to a judge if you end up in front of a judge. Very, very few of our people end up in front of a judge, by the way. Um, you know, but. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 definitely a a, a far more user friendly, um, uh, um, a, a far more user friendly platform than you know than sitting in a room <laughs> for an hour. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And I, I wanted to follow up because I think you were starting to talk about the the AI tech that you guys use. So I think I was reading an article in preparation for our podcast and it was talking about how you use a combination of AI tech and on-demand human interaction. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about the AI tech piece? <clears throat> Absolutely. So, um, you know, depending on who you talk to, I mean, if you talk to a technologist, I mean, they wouldn't look at our thing and say, oh, that's artificial intelligence. Uh, we definitely have intelligence built into the platform, which means that we automate a lot of the processes and we can do things like predict and prevent conflict from happening. Uh, and we use technology to do that, right? I mean, there's the very, very, very simple stuff like, um, you know, 
stopping people from sending an F-bomb, um, to uh, smoothing out and making, ver ma making uh, agreements much, much simpler, right? So, um, uh, you, you know, what we do is we use a combination of uh, self-serve uh, self tools to help automate making agreements, and we can make agreements everything as simple as can we swap weekends and it take in the system takes care of putting you know making sure that everything is updated in the background to um you know signing the kids up for extracurricular activities and making sure that the dollar amounts are you know are approved and then you know accounted for um you know pickups drop-offs check-ins you know check-ins for you know pick up and drop off um, all the way to the most complex parenting plan all of which can be automated uh, or you can use an on-demand uh, mediator to help facilitate and um, and and help you go through that process. Uh, so there's there, there's there, there's a bunch of different built-in tools. Um, and if at any time you run into a problem or there's disagreement that you can't get around, you can connect with an on-demand um, mediator. Very cool. And so the on-demand mediators, how does that work? Do you have, now I know, I think you mentioned early in the episode, um, you have retired family law judges, uh, mediators with like a clinical background. I, I take it, do you have like a roster of mediators spread out in different locations? Like how yeah, does, how does that all work? Yeah. It's, I mean, if you think about, you know, it's, it's, it's similar in many ways to Uber, you know, when, when we have um, mediators who are highly trained, highly skilled, not just in traditional mediation and the concepts and, and, and you know, skill sets of traditional mediation. All of them are either retired family law judges with a clinical background and, um, you know, a, 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 a specialization in child well-being, um, or were trained by them, uh, um, uh, uh, or, or were, were, were trained by them. Um, so, you know, when you have an issue, when you're, you know, when it's, you know, nine o'clock at night or six o'clock on a Sunday evening and, you know, dad's 20 minutes late picking the kids up or, you know, dropping the kids off and, you know, you, you would ordinarily, you know, go to your, you know, phone and call the lawyer or call the mediator, or, you know, have a, have a canary. We have, um, you know, mediators on demand who are there to help triage, diagnose, and ultimately help resolve. Uh, and they're there as both mediators and coaches. So if you're, you know, if you're, you know, if this isn't necessarily something that needs the other party involved, like, um, you know, you have a kind of immediate triage, you know, you're having an immediate crisis, you can have that crisis triage by one of our coaches, right? Like, you know, the dad's not there, dad's 15, 20 minutes late, an hour late, dropping the kids off on a Sunday again. And uh, you're having, you know, an absolute meltdown and you feel that the sky is falling instead of running to court and, you know, calling your lawyer and, you know, spinning things up into something it doesn't need to be. You connect with one of our um, co-parenter coaches who can help de-escalate the issue by letting you know, yes, this is inconvenient. Yes, it's terribly disrespectful, but this is not a legal issue. This is not something that needs to I, I shouldn't say it's not a legal issue. It may not be a legal issue. Um, and, you know, perhaps just give it some time. Let's, you know, keep a record of it, you know, tap your check-in button to let, you know, to keep a record. Um, but this isn't, you know, an, this isn't a, a there isn't a, a, an immediate need to start, um, you know, uh, filing a, 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 a new, uh, you know, request for order. Very cool, very cool. And this is all via text too, right? Oh, even yeah. the on-demand mm -hmm. yeah everything is via text yes we awesome. have we have <laughs> we've done well over forty thousand 
disputes. Like we have, we have resolved well over 40,000 disputes. Um, we have had zero requests for video and voice. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. Well, I mean, people don't want to see or hear their ex. And, And you know what? I mean, it makes sense because, you know, how many of us have smartphones, but we use it for everything other than like picking up the phone, right? I mean, I, I'll go all day long sending text messages and you know, it's only very rarely that I'll, I'll pick up the phone and, and you know, do a video call or an actual phone call. So it makes sense just in terms of how we're interacting with our phones otherwise. Well, this goes back to Veronica, um, know your customer. I mean, a lot of mediators, I don't know if they think about their clients as customers, but they're customers. They pay you for a service. And so, you know, knowing how to serve your customer is what's going to keep you relevant and keep you in business. If, you know, if your customers love sitting in front of each other, then keep on doing what you're doing. I mean, like, absolutely. If that's, if that's the model, then great. But, you know, for the most part, Certainly, you know, anybody who is, you know, below, say, 45, they spend most of their time texting, Um, you know, most of their most comfortable communication uh, is via text, email, you know, that kind of thing, Um, you know, and if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's that you really do not need to be uh, focused on, a, you know, a geolocation, you, you, you know, the, 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 the physical presence of people, uh, is, is, is not critical. Um, you know, chances are from the conversations we've had with mediators, you know, and, 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 you know, traditional mediators, the need to have clients in the room has more to do with them, the mediators themselves, than it does to do, than it does with the clients. Um, you know, they want to see the body language. They want to, you know, see and feel and sense and emote and all the rest. And the, the, the customers don't. I mean, that's just, you know, the research has shown that over and over and over. They want to do this on their time. They want to do this without the other person in the room. They want to have a record of it. They want to be able to go back and look at the communication so that they can verify what they said or what they thought or what they discussed or what they felt that they agreed to was accurate. Um, and, you know, the text communication and, you know, platforms like Coparenter allow that to happen. Very cool. Very cool. So, you know, for, for some of our listeners maybe who haven't tried mediating by text, I mean, tell us about some of the, the opportunities that, that co-parenter is creating for mediators. Like I know, you know, during our, our introductory call, you were talking about an access tool that co-parenter has and how it can be useful for both like marketing and mediation. Um, yeah. So, you know, we have, we have um, some clients uh, who... Um, who have used our pro tool to help build their practice, um, but you know, but and and you know, they they're they're able to use it for you know to n- not just for marketing purposes, but to actually build their practice, deliver services, and you know, retain customers for retain their clients for much longer, and you know, better serve them, um, you know, better serve them much more effectively, efficiently, um, you know, much more on demand, which is what people expect. Um, but by far, most of our, you know, most of our users are, you know, you know, accessing our tool as a, you know, as a direct consumer product. Uh, when they need help, they push a button, they're connected with a mediator. 
Um, and, uh, you know, and, and we hire mediators, <laughs> We're, you know, we, we hire mediators, we've got a team of mediators who, you know, who we have, and, you know, we need to be able to serve our customers as effectively and efficiently as we can. Um, and so, uh, you know, we're always on the lookout for great mediators who, uh, are fluent in uh, technology and, you know, embrace the way that the, you know, that people want this service. Very cool. So I'll just I'll just reiterate that. Keep that in mind, folks. For those of you, you know, family mediators, if you're looking to get into this space, it sounds like co-parenter uh, is always on the lookout for good talent, right? I would, you know, it's not just family mediators. It's anybody. I mean, this is how things are done now. I hate to be that guy because, like, of course, there are lots of people who are still meeting in the old traditional way. But I mean. Do, do we, is there anybody that thinks that this is not the way of the future? Is there anybody that thinks that, you know, in-person mediation is going to be the vision of the future? Um, you know, whether you call it online dispute resolution, which I, I think is much too broad of a, of a, of a term, um, it, it, you know, but, 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 you know, whatever, however you define ODR, uh, it's absolutely, um the future it's i mean it's not the future i take that back it's right now um it, it's right now and if you're not embracing it then you know you're just you're, you're missing the boat and um you know you're putting yourself out of you're you're you're, you're cheating yourself out of you know um you know a, a thriving uh modern practice Interesting, interesting. So I'm curious to get your take, you know, when you look at your crystal ball, I mean, you're in this space. I mean, yes. what do you see? What do you see as the future, you know, of mediation? Um, I mean, do you think many more mediations are going to be, you're going to see much more of like the automation or um, kind of what's your, what's your take? Um, you know, I, I, uh, I do think that, um, you know, I, I, you know, I know that for us, we have, um, you know, done a lot of work when, in the automation space. Um, I think it's, uh, I, I think it would, um, virtually all services can be automated to some degree, um, some more than others. Uh, and mediation is no exception. Um, I think that, uh, you know, we're going to get into a, uh, we're going to be, you know, we're going to get into a world where, you know, there's going to be uh, dispute resolution protocols that are, uh, that are accessed that will resolve disputes very, very quickly, resolve legal disputes, not emotional disputes, which is most of the parenting stuff, um, you know, resolve legal disputes very, very quickly. Um, you know, I, I know that there's a lot of work being done with that right now with AI and, you know, teaching, uh, you know, t teaching AI um, how to analyze zillions of <clears throat> zillions of uh, cases and, and be able to spit out a, a, a an order or a recommendation very, very quickly. Um, as far as mediation, yeah, I think that there's going to be, um, you know, a big wave of, uh, of automation. I think there needs to be, um, you know, there's much more demand for mediation than there is supply, than there is uh, supply. And uh, so automating, you know, a large piece of it, a large part of the mediation process, I think is inevitable. I know that we're working on it um, and, you know, successfully, I think that there's, there's some really, really good work going on. 
Very cool. Very cool. Well, Jonathan, this has been a really cool episode. I'm so glad that we got connected. And like I said, I mean, I've been wanting to talk to someone who's, you know, actually mediating by text for some time in the family space for some time now. So I'm so huh. glad that we were able to get connected. Only um, 40,000 or so times, maybe more. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? No, it's it's really, it, look, I mean, it, it's, it, I, 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 you know, we, li- we live and breathe this every day, right? So it's not like, this isn't, this isn't particularly innovative, like to me, you know, I, I don't think that talking to somebody over text is that big a deal. Um, you know, you, you know, there are skill sets that one can develop in learning how to most effectively uh, mediate through a texting mechanism. You know, there's really simple things like don't send a wall of text. You know, like you got to, you got to do this in very short, quick uh, uh, communication. Yeah, you got to keep it simple. Keep it simple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And there's a whole bunch of different ways that you can, you know, in the same way that you learned how to mediate physically and, you know, in the real, you know, in IR and, you know, in real life, um, you know, there are skill sets and, 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 you know, capabilities that you can develop uh, for the texting domain. you know, we, we, we have, because just based on how many we've done, we've, we, we've kind of written the book on it. Um, and, uh, you know, happy to share some of those when you're, you know, on a, on a future cast, if you're, if you, if you want, uh, we can have some of our mediators even, uh, talk about some of their, you know, very specific experiences. Um, but, uh, you know, th- this is, you know, at this point it's 2021, right? It, it, this isn't like, if you're not, using your phone or email or whatever to, you know, to, to, to at least help part of the process. Um, like you're probably missing out on a pretty substantial, um, portion of business that, 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 you know, you, 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 and, and, you know, whether you want to think of it as business or just helping people, uh, help them in the way that they need and want to be helped. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, I will definitely take you up on that in the future. I mean, that would be a really great episode, like an actual how to mediate by text. That'd be awesome. So, yeah. yeah. Pull out your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Step one. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, hey, Jonathan, how can folks learn more about Co-Parenter? Co-Parenter.com. All right. Nice and simple. Very cool. Very cool. Absolutely. Um, yep. We're, we're there. Or on Facebook. Well, Jonathan, this has been so much fun. I really appreciate it. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on my schedule for next time and we'll do we'll do part two. Rock solid. Love it. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. We'll see you soon. Thanks. All right. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of the mediate.com podcast. We'll talk to you next time. This podcast was brought to you by mediate.com. For more information about Mediate.com's programs and content, please visit our website at www.mediate.com.